But welcome to the OK Boomers podcast. Today we'll be discussing... No one wants to talk about serious things and here I am laughing. <laughs> yeah, literally, bro. Come on. Anyway, man. I'll stop talking. Yeah, you, you go and go. We will be talking today about um, the importance of language in today's society and how language is changing um, and the effect that, you know, one day it may have. Um, I'm taking inspiration for this podcast episode much from 1984. You guys should be able to see it if you guys are watching the live. It's yeah, like book club. Welcome to the book club. <laughs> Today we're reading Literally. 1984. <laughs> Welcome to the book club. 1984 is today's, uh, today's inspiration. Um, and essentially when I was reading this, I was interested because Orwell has a very good contention on, um, on languages and um, the importance of it um, and when we change it, how it affects society. And um, I was seeing parallels between what Orwell was describing and what's happening today. So here's a, um, a quote from, from the text. It says, come in turn is a word that can be uttered almost without taking thought, whereas communist international is a phrase over which one is obliged to linger, at least momentarily. So if you guys haven't read the text, essentially... Um, the totalitarian government has created a new system um, of, of uh, words called Newspeak. And um, essentially what Newspeak entails is shortening words. It also means removing words um, from, from the dictionary. In order some of them are express... very problematic. They're problematic words, yeah, because... man. Are you against removing problematic words from, from language? Exactly. Like, what is, exactly. Are you a hater? What is this? A hater of what? Uh, of, <laughs> of people. Yeah, that's that's what the works say. Cheers. Um, <laughs> get that out of here. Oh man, stop promoting Stephen Crowder on this live, man. But um, yeah, so I, I found it very interesting with the rise of people saying, you know, hate speech is now a thing. You you hear people say it all the time. Like, hate speech is not is not free. Free speech is not hate speech or. Hate speech, not free speech, whichever way you prefer. Well, free speech is not free. Um, it can't have unlimited free speech. You can't yell fire in a movie theater. <laughs> <laughs> that's the argument people use. Yeah, that, that is the <laughs> argument people use. But oftentimes with the, with the rise in hate speech, it leads to a lack of free speech. And you see uh, progressive people going around campuses all the time and saying, uh, this is hate speech, you know. Candace Owens will be doing her seminar, or, or Ben Shapiro. <laughs> We're doing his seminar, and then uh, they'll go around yelling, this is hate speech, um, when really it's just limiting opinions that they don't like. Um, so today, that's what we're going to talk about. We're going to talk about some of the different um, forms of hate speech. Um, what even is hate the, speech? <laughs> yeah, what, yeah, exactly. What even is hate speech? So I you said there's a rising hate speech? Yes. No, no, no. There's a rise in people calling out hate speech. Quote unquote, All right. Hate speech. I have a story to, to, to talk about the rising hate speech. But I'll wait for Luis to, to arrive. He's coming. He said he's coming. I don't even think we can wait for Luis. How am I going to cut No, no. I'll wait for Luis to tell that specific story. Oh, that specific story. I'm with you. Because it's, with it relates. It's a Brazilian story and it relates to him. Anyway, story. to all the people watching us, Thank you. Say hi on the chat so we can give you a shout out. Unless you're too embarrassed to be shouted Don't out from this podcast. <laughs> Don't say hi on the chat. Don't do that. No, you need interaction. And also go on Apple Podcasts and give us a five-star review. 
either because you like it and Spotify or, and Spotify either because you like it or out of out of pity. <laughs> Thanks. Out of pity for us. <laughs> yes. Um. But yeah, so I I found this interesting because nowadays we see things like like terms like gender. Gender has been redefined completely. You know, it used to be uh, synonymous with sex, and um, you know, sex and gender they used to be they used to be synonyms of each other. Mm-hmm. Um, we never used to have this thing of there are infinite genders. Um, infinite. What comes with what comes with limiting what comes with changing the term of what gender means means that people such as myself who believe there are two genders um, are limited in the way they can express that. They can't express their opinions as easily without first defining terms, and there are just hurdles, you know, hurdles on hurdles. And then you get into the thing about, you know, transgender issues, and as soon as you redefine gender, you can't express your opinion regarding transgender issues as easily because people have this this idea in their head that that gender is um, is infinite, that there is a, a spectrum of gender or that there are limited genders, um, which is crazy if you ask me. Um, and I think you can see a similar thing in the text where there's a slogan which is like, ignorance is strength, freedom, uh, freedom is slavery, and it's switching these things around. Um, and I think it's a similar thing with gender. The other thing is like phobias, right? Like, you've been called homophobic, haven't you before, Carlos? I, I don't know. <laughs> you've never been called homophobic? <laughs> I've been called... <laughs> I'll bring my mug back. <laughs> no, honestly, it's related. Okay, this mug is related. Alright. <laughs> I've been on YouTube for a long time. I have many friends. Mm-hmm. One of them one day saw me retweeting when I was on Twitter, retweeting something about Steven Crowder, <laughs> and he was mad. He was so oh, really? mad. He's like, how can you make fun of... Because it was the time when he was making fun of the guy from Vox. The guy who has a lisp. Oh, he has the same name as me, unfortunately. He shares the name with me. And then Sir <laughs> Ricardo made this video mocking him. And it was really funny. <laughs> but he's gay. So, uh, of course, Steven Crowder was called all sorts of homo everything. And uh, because I retweeted him, this friend of mine got very angry at me and started sending me a message on Twitter. And needless to say, obviously, <laughs> we're not friends anymore. But that, I think that was the time he called me a homophobe because I was, I was talking about Steven Crowder. Cheers. Well, funnily, funny that, because are you afraid of, of people who are lean a certain way? Are you afraid no. of them? No, I'm afraid of snakes. That's, <laughs> of snakeophobe. But that's what... The, <laughs> I don't know what's the that's, name. <laughs> that's what the term homophobic has been, has been changed to. Right. It's been changed to... Like, the, like the term phobia, at least in terms of... And, and it's funny, because people will say, like, they're afraid... Like, phobia, they'll use phobia in the right way, but then the same people also use phobia in the wrong way, and they'll label you label you as homophobic, right, or a homophobe, right, right. In which case, they they're not using the term phobia correctly. The term phobia has been changed for certain terms, but not for others, in order they can label people a homophobe, which carries a negative connotation to of them. Of course, like yeah. anyone who actually understands the term phobia understands that it means like to have a fear of something, right? Like, oh, I am not. Oh. What's that? Friend. Is that Luis? Friend. It's Luis. I'm Luis gonna is admit, in here. I'm going to admit him and then I have to change the layout seamlessly. Right. Let's see if this is going to work. All right. I'll continue my thought train in a minute. Hold on. Where is minute. he? I thought I admitted him. 
Is he in here? What? Did you deny him? Anyway, continue, instead? continue. No, I did I'll continue not my thought train. I did not deny. You... I don't think I denied. Oh, there he is. There oh, he is. he's in here. Oh, there he let's is. transition. Oh. He's frozen on my on my screen. Is he? Yeah, he's a bit frozen. He'll, yeah. he'll, he'll come back. He'll come back. Oh, okay. he doesn't have... Like, uh, he, had, he has a good microphone. He doesn't have his setup. He, like, he's, he's not ready for this. But that's okay. He can... Oh, he's... <laughs> Keep keep He's talking, frozen. keep talking. Oh, oh here there he it. is. The man himself. He lives in this He's very the, like this third world country where they don't have good internet. Yeah, I can, t- <laughs> I can tell. Uh, can you flip me around, by the way? Chuck is a flip. I don't know if you can even do that. <laughs> I'll flip both of you. <laughs> That's because it's easier. <laughs> anyway, let's move on. We can keep, talk, keep talking. Yeah. So where was I? Phobias. Um, we see the people are labeling people as homophobic and, and they obviously don't understand what the term phobia means. Right. Um, but even then phobia carries a negative connotation to it. Um, but I think that's applicable to what George Orwell says in which he remarks that, um, abbreviating a name, um, could narrowly and subtly, uh, alter a word's meaning. Um, and it can also, like if you minute, if, if you minimize a word's name, it doesn't, it allows people to not think about what's going on, like like what it actually what it actually is that they're saying. So obviously the the term there that he used was um, com intern or miniature for Ministry of Truth or com intern right. for Communist International. What happens when when you do that is it it rolls off the tongue easier. People don't think about what they're really saying. Yeah, it doesn't, so they, I don't, think they don't think about the thing. meaning exactly. Yeah, I think a similar thing has been done with homophobe, like homophobe. People don't think that that means homo, like two of the same, and then phobe, which is a fear. It's like, no, I'm not yeah. afraid of of people who it lean that from, way. comes from Greek. I, just, I disagree with them. What did you say? It comes from Greek, both words. Oh, yes, of course. You, the, yeah. the, the divinity, masters in divinity would know uh, that. I know. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a master of Greek. I'm not. <laughs> I, hope, I wish. I wish. <laughs> yeah, so Okay. Oh, Luis is here. Hello. Oh, he's here. What happened to your camera, Luis? Blue jeans is a terrible app. Okay, I'm no, trying I, to tell I, you guys I, what happened. Okay, I listen. I told you. I told. I told Noah we're not going to mention the name of the application we're using, and it's not bad. It's it's because you don't know how to use it, and this somehow. Is terrible. You, oh shit! You have a microphone. What happened to your microphone? You have a dynamic microphone. I mean, I, I, you have a condenser microphone with an audio interface, and somehow you're not using it. I don't understand why. But anyway. I know why. It's, it's, it's because he wasn't home until five minutes ago. Mm-hmm. I was home. I was just making like a coffee. <laughs> okay. I read that. All right. Okay. What? <laughs> so we were talking about 1984, right? And, and language. And language, because the whole oh. thing about the whole thing about 1984 is that it's this totalitarian regime, and they spy on you. Mm. And they control everything you do. It's basically, basically like you live in this metaverse. You know? Have you heard of mm. this term before? I think I heard this recently from from some guy who uh, changed the name uh, the name of his company. <laughs> yes, facts. Who changed the name of Facebook? Oh, yeah, right. The metaverse. So everything happens in this metaverse, <laughs> where they control everything you do and say, <laughs> and they spy you all uh, you all the time, and then. The government has all these, like the Ministry of Love, Ministry of Truth. Funny enough, the Ministry of Truth, the job of the Ministry of Truth is, is to promote lies. Is to 
erase history and throw away stuff that doesn't matter. Change books. But it's the same with all the ministries because the ministry of, of uh, love is to promote hate. Right. Um, or or at least to torture people, which is which is the Ministry great. of Peace. That's very loving. Very it's loving. For war. Very loving. Yeah, Ministry of Peace is for war. It goes back to this thing is as soon as you as soon as you start changing the definitions of words, you start limiting what people can say and what they can do. Which is why the left wants to change language. You know? They want to promote this idea of hate speech so that they can label people as you're being hateful when really what they're doing is just speaking what they believe, you know? They're limiting free speech because they don't want like what people have to say. Right. And I think that if the world continues down that path, we're going to, yo. You're, you're hateful just by having the wrong mug. Yes. <laughs> Luis not, not even watching. Luis, look. Look Luis what I have. Luis is watching, man. What are you doing? Can you, see, can you even, can you see, even, right can you even see what's going on, Luis? <laughs> are, you, are you in the same call that Noah and I are? I'm actually looking at you. Know, it's five minutes back to the low camera. Right? <laughs> what is going on? <laughs> what is going what on with your internet? <laughs> All right. Thing is, right? Again, I, I, situation is going to get better for you guys, you know? Like, when it comes to intersectionality, I'm up on the food chain. So I don't really <laughs> care about what happens. <laughs> no, because you're a man and you're a Christian. You're a man and you're a Christian and you're conservative, which uh, basically makes you white. No, 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 no. But he's also, he's also black. Right. No, no. Which is just I am black. The, he's okay. the top gotta, of... Gotta, that's what I'm saying, bro. I'm black. I am from a poor South American country. Oh, me too. Right? That has been, you know? But yeah, you're white, so white. you've got white privilege and you live in the West. So we don't <laughs> care about your opinion. <laughs> Annabelle Louise, you're conservative. Oh, no, no, no. That makes you white. When it comes to... Oh, bro, I am so conservative. It's funny. At the university, right? We're very close to Germany, so you can rub people wrong. And then when I say, like, bro, I'm pretty much right-wing. The, the shock in people's faces <laughs> when I say that. They're just like, oh, you? Out of all people? And I'm like, okay, that's not the more racist than me saying that I'm right. But okay, <laughs> I'll let that slide, you know? But the thing is, yeah, language, why does that matter, right? It's a good question, just to, to throw there. Why does it matter if they, if they change language? Or well, because language is what you use to, language is what you use. Let me give, give an example in the form of a story. Cool. I used to go to a church where... Huh? <laughs> Where in the staff meeting, they would... <laughs> Stop it. Let me tell you my story. I used to go to... But listen, um, this is not a negative thing. It's a positive thing that will, that will demonstrate the negative thing. That they will talk right. about creating, fostering a specific culture. How do you foster a specific culture? So there was like constantly talking about this. Using the right language. <laughs> you know, because if you use the right language, mm -hmm. if you call something, uh, it, it, there are things that depending how you call, it, you look at them differently, right? Mm -hmm. So, for example, instead of saying you must wear a mask to come inside, although this is true, but let's just say in in childcare, if you have a sign that says, thank you for taking your child to the toilet before dropping them off is allegedly 
more more effective than saying you must take your child to the toilet before because you're like it's a positive way of saying the same thing so language has that power to to has that power to change how people think oh it matters because there are people who cannot win the battle of ideas and the only way they can win and i say win in quotes quote unquote win the battle of ideas is by mm -hmm. manipulating the language so they win the battle of ideas <laughs> but not by winning the battle right. of ideas by eliminating the other ideas from the map <laughs> you know what i mean which they're succeeding at which they are succeeding at, and they're probably going to succeed therefore at. they're winning the battle of ideas without having to have good ideas right that's true right the thing is like language they try to convince you that it's all about semantics, right? They'll try to say, no, 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 we're just changing the semantics because I don't know, it adapts better to, to, to what we're living now or whatever. But things like semantics is pretty much the meaning of whatever you're saying, it's the meaning of words, right? Mm -hmm. So you usually put meaning to stuff so that you can distinguish it, you know? So I call Noah Noah because you're not Carlos. You know what I'm saying? Thank like God you call you call your dad your dad because he's not your mom, you know. Mm -hmm. So like the main objective of of words is to help us like discriminate one thing from the other, you know. It's to help us distinguish A for for B or mm -hmm. right from wrong, you know. It it has this power to to help us grasp a reality that we cannot sometimes understand otherwise. You know, mm. so for me, the main thing is like they change it because one of the main points of the left is conformity, right? Is is the idea that everybody's the same, but everybody's different. You know, so they're gonna use example like, like if, if you say diversity, mm -hmm. they're gonna use diversity as a way to make you conform to their ideology mm -hmm. because now if they start to talk about diversity and then you say something that they don't like they don't need to to debate their idea with you they don't need to debate the idea of diversity they can just shut you up in the name of tolerance they can just say exactly. that you know like you're you're a, a bigot or whatever you know and that starts by the most basic concept i think which is like truth you know mm. truth is reality objective reality right now there they come up with the concept of my truth which now my truth is disconnected from the truth right my truth is what i understand regardless of what reality tells me mm -hmm. you know so the main goal in in changing language is so that we cannot distinguish things and that we're we conform to whatever they say is the best thing or is the right. right path or is the right thing to say and once you do that you're already you're already lost your freedom right so and if and if the if the words don't mean anything or if the words have obscure meaning it then you can't even debate the ideas it's right. why i hate i hate when people use social justice because social mm -hmm. justice doesn't mean anything I, it means different things to different people. So when someone who who honestly cares about justice and cares about people, 
and like there's lots of pastors these days and they use the word social justice. For example, I was reading a book, a very good book by Peter Gentry about interpreting Old Testament prophecy. And in that book, he makes a very good point about language, about Hebrew, that sometimes Hebrew uses, in Hebrew poetry, it uses two words together to mean something very specific. So he was making a, he was making a case that when the Bible says justice and righteousness, that he was, uh, he was making a point that that probably means some s social justice. Mm -hmm. Now, <laughs> I know what he meant. He didn't mean social justice as the Here news and the Democrats yeah, the and the left it. mean social justice. Mm -hmm. He means like caring, caring for people mm -hmm. in need, not let's oppress the, the oppressors. He's not, not about oppressors. It's not about balancing scale. No, none not of that. that is, theory. No, none of that that he's talking about. But because he used the term social justice, that is already, yeah. a it's bad. Like people, because people who, who think social justice is a thing, like they're going to read that and be like, oh, he's validating my point. Mm. But it's not. Because <laughs> mm. that's not what the Bible teaches. <laughs> you know what I mean? So some terms, they are so tainted and destroyed by the culture, by, you know, by Hollywood, by the news, by, by the left, really, by the, the people who, but the people who, who are in charge of the news and who are in, in the media, who are in charge of entertainment, who are in charge of the schools. And that's a big failure. It's a big failure of conservatives that they've been working on this for years and now they're in charge mm. of it. They, they own it. They own entertainment. They own media. They own the academia. That's why universities suck these days. Like, mm. who wants to go to university to like uh, history, social sciences? Nobody. Like, it's you're gonna be fully indoctrinated. Even in in tech, in in tech, and in in engineering, it's like mm. infiltrated. Most people like they're brainwashed and full on. They don't even. They can't distinguish. Because you can't use the word Marxist anymore. Yeah. You can't say social. What is socialism? Social. What does what socialism means? Oh, it just means being fair. No, that's not what socialism means. Mm. I just finished reading a book in the history of socialism. It's not what mm. socialism meant, meant at all it, in any point. And then, of course, there were mm. people who washed it out, like Tony Blair, who tried to make socialism like a a nicer thing. But at the end of the day, the the, the thing is still there, and that's why language is important because. You need to be able to distinguish things. Now, when you say men and women, yeah, it means nothing. Some people it are, means nothing to the left. Look, look, this woman just won a a, a, a weightlifting competition. Wasn't a woman. No that wasn't a woman. <laughs> Excuse me. Yeah. <laughs> no, no. Oh, look, this this the first woman to be condecorated. Uh, what's the the health the health uh, department? The, the transgender, the man who's a woman, who dresses up as a woman in the US department. This video is just going to get completely demonetized and, and destroyed yeah, on YouTube. Well, I mean, we're not monetized <laughs> to begin with, but yeah. No, I, I see your Biden point. Biden gave, gave him, a, her, him, her, a, a medal or something. It's like, oh, the first woman to get this medal. Like, not a woman, <laughs> people. Mm. And it's wild. Anyway. It's wild because they'll claim, they'll claim victim over, over, over fem, 
feminists will claim will claim victim you know female women are oppressed right but then at the same time they say that gender is fluid and there's no such thing as a man and a woman so it's like how can you claim that that a woman is oppressed if you can't even define what a woman is you know right Right. it's just like it's this wild thing of creating terms to back up false false ideologies and Mm. and things that are just logical logically infallible um Right. So it's it's wild, and and it scares me because you know you see videos of of kindergarten teachers now and teaching their 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 kindergarten students the the a the alphabet, but the wokeism alphabet. You know, A is for I don't what? even know what it is. H is for homophobia, and those who you know like how really? you have those alphabet books, and it says like A is for apple, something that you That's... eat. B is for boat, something that you so, ride or whatever. Andrew Andrew Clavin from the Daily Wire. Has a series yeah. of videos on the woke alphabet. Oh really? And it's really funny because he makes fun of the words. <laughs> oh really? If they play that at kindergarten, I think I could be behind it. Maybe kindergarten is a bit too young to <laughs> put that. Yeah. <laughs> but that's not what they're playing. But at kindergarten, they're playing. Right. Oh, what's the name of that Christian author who turned gay? Who who not turned gay? But he he came out as gay, and then he created. I sent it to you. He wrote a book called um called i sent it to you carlos when did you send it to me? i can't remember i sent it to you on instagram you might have to scroll up a bit to find it but um <laughs> he wrote a book all about god's love and yo the term love in today's culture is crazy i don't think yeah, people know that's another word anymore. that means nothing yeah it's another word that means absolutely nothing in today's yep. culture yeah um and unfortunately progressive christianity has has manipulated Bible verses talking about God's love, um, and made it, made it seem whatever they want to want it to mean. They made it mean whatever they want it to mean, um, and it hurts. It it hurts me. It hurts me to to think that you know our God, um, who is infinitely beautiful, um, and infinitely righteous, is being tainted by by society. Not that he himself is being tainted, but his image is being tainted, um, by the progressive church. But yeah, anyway, this this author, um wrote a wrote a book this christian author wrote an alphabet book um incorporating Christ, progressive christian values and um oh. and the alphabet and uh and wokeisms oh. so yeah it's a it's a wild story but people are praising him all over twitter and it's it's sad because as soon as as soon as our as soon as our our, our young people i say that as i myself as our young as a young person but you know, as soon as our, our younger, people. yeah, as soon as our younger people, your generation, okay, the boomers are me and Louise. You, yeah, you, my generation, boomers, but let's just say, but younger than my generation because this wasn't this wasn't around when I was growing up. I say <laughs> this wasn't around when I was when I was growing up. You know, I wasn't being taught taught told, taught the woke alphabet. But as soon as it does start getting taught, then that limits the ideas that they can think. That limits what they're able to express. That limits their ideas. Um, in fact, there's a scary passage in in 1984 where um, Winston, the protagonist of the story, the main character, goes and visits his neighbor to go help fix like the dishwasher or something like that. Um, and the the neighbors, two little younger kids, come out and they start saying all these all these all these terms, right? That that Winston, uh, working at the Ministry of Truth, has has helped to create, um, or at least been a part of supporting it. 
Um, and it worries him. It scares him because essentially they're indoctrinating ch- children with all these terms and all this language. Um, and it's limiting them to think a certain way. And essentially they're, they're going around pretending that they're killing people who are committing thought crimes, which is another interesting idea that Orwell has. The idea of thought crimes and how, right. you know, thinking things and how the police will somehow get in your mind and then, um, that propaganda, which I, which I think is, is close to what we'll see one day in the West. I think we'll see something similar. Um, obviously well, not thought that, crimes because it's that, gone. That already exists. You know when you thought get an crimes? ad, not, not yeah. thought crimes, but they know what you're thinking. You know when you get an ad oh. on Instagram about yeah. something that you're just talking about? That's true. That's not because they are listening to you. That's because the algorithm is so good that based on websites you go to and and what you look in your feed and liking and, and stuff, and sometimes even mm-hmm. your location. Mm-hmm. Your location, because you're reporting your location to, to the metaverse. Ooh, <laughs> the metaverse. I hate it. I hate it so much. Well, it's already been around. In third world countries, they they think that Facebook is synonymous to the internet. But anyway, I digress. No, forward. right, right. It's yeah. very serious. But they already predict what you will want to buy based on all those things. That's why they put those ads. Because the algorithm learns based on all these factors that exist, like which location you are, which website you went to, what word you searched, which post you saw. They know mm. which ads will work better. And then they give you those ads. That's how they make money. That's how Facebook makes money. So they could very well, based on that, come up with a list of things you were thinking. Planning mm. on doing. You know? Pl- planning on doing, even, before you even do them. That's interesting. Now, Facebook is not the government. They don't have the police. So they can't the go after you. The is already there. But, exactly. Exactly. All we need is for them to realize, oh, we're too powerful. We should share our information with the government. And, then, and they are too powerful. In fact, in fact, I know it's nothing to do about with language, but they're more powerful than governments, these tech companies. Like, they are, they are the government. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, with a, with a click of the button, they can govern the way that people think. Mm. In fact... I wouldn't be surprised if to some extent, obviously now their, their focus is on, is on retention and captivating your, your attention. Um, so they're trying to pro- give you stuff that, that, you, that you already relate with or things that you, you would search up. So if you're conservative, you're most likely going to find conservative stuff out there, right? It becomes an echo chamber, which is an entire other issue. But essentially, with a flick of the button, you know, who's the Tim Cook? Is that the head of Facebook? Am I saying that right? Tim Cook? It is, right? No, it's uh, Tim Cook's head of Apple. Oh, well. It's, uh, well, Tim Cook could do it too. The, the, the robot. Zuckerberg, that's right. Zuckerberg could, could decide, you know what? I want people to believe X, Y, and Z and start pumping out a ton of content with misinformation. But they do that. And then people would, yeah, people would inevitably believe it. They're already doing that with COVID. And I know I already that's mentioned true. COVID, which means now this video is going to have a big warning on YouTube. Yeah, yeah, literally. <laughs> because if you go, that's the thing. There are things that if you go and search, you're not going to find the answer. You're going to find what they wanted to see. And they do mm. that. There was a time they, they were doing that with, with conservative websites. They did that to Daily Wire. That if you search really? for Daily Wire on Google, it would appear on the side something about 
fact, fact check, blah, blah, blah. And they were like, That's what? crazy. <laughs> right. But they, of course, they only targeted the ones they didn't like. Right. Mm. Mm. That's crazy. You know what? Speaking of COVID, we see the word thing come in even with, uh, even with the term anti-vax. Anti-vax has become... The, the term anti-vax has become such a, like a negative connotation. It holds a negative connotation no, but, to it. Right, but, but before COVID, mm. there were a group of people who were anti-vax. And yeah, they wouldn't course. take any vaccine. Even yeah, the ones, even the ones that have, having, have saved lives of children for a long time. Yeah. And yes, every medication has a risk and every medication it, it can cause adverse reactions. Mm. Right? Even the vaccines that we use safely for a long time, even they, they can cause reactions. Mm. So these people, because they were concerned, they were anti-vax. And I, I despise their opinions because they'll come and say, oh, the vaccine has mercury. Oh, mercury is this. Like, no, look, listen. Mm. Scientists designed the thing. It's not poisonous. You're not going to die because of mm. the mercury. It's chill, all right? No, some people who have an allergic reaction. It's just how it works, medication, all right? Mm -hmm. And that always had a negative connotation. But the thing is, now they came up with this new vaccine mm. being tested right now because mm -hmm. the people are using it right now. You can't mm -hmm. talk about adverse reactions because if you mention adverse reactions, oh, you are anti-vax. What? No, I had I had the vaccine. Mm. I'm not anti-vax. <laughs> like what the heck? Yeah, I, I've had all the vaccines. And that's what I'm saying. It's that <laughs> not necessarily in the past it, it had a negative connotation, and maybe that was more justifiable. But now it's but more wide. Now... The definition of that. Like, if yeah. you question vaccine mandates, you're anti-vax. You're anti-vax, exactly. If you question business blocking people from entering because they don't have vaccine, you're anti-vax. Like, it doesn't matter. It, it, that, that word now means something completely different than it meant three years ago. Exactly. And the, the scary thing ago. is that I can see I can see a world where, where children, even now, even now, overhear their parents talking about anti-vax. Because children pick up things from the culture mm. around them. It's, it, it's, it's, it's both a blessing and a curse. You know, you better pray they're in a good in a good Christian environment. But they pick up things from the culture around them, um, naturally. And I can see a world where where kids hear the word anti-vax and start and start, you know, using the term so collo colloquially without without understanding what it means. You know, this is worst case scenario. But you know, without even understanding, again, going back to Orwell's contention that if you shorten a word, people are less likely to to mull over it. They're mm. less likely to understand what it means anti-vax not vaccination not anti-vaccine anti-vax the the term anti has been removed like like the actual definition of anti has been thrown out right. with the with right. covid where even people who as you said people who are just questioning it or people who are saying you know what maybe maybe it's just right for people to have their own freedoms they're being labeled as anti-vax <laughs> right <laughs> right but i can see a world where where kids are absolutely using that term um and throwing it around colloquially, and inevitably, you know, if if worse comes to worse, I mean, Australia's already been is already a police state at this point. Um, it's already been heavily governed by its police, and and we see things. We don't see it through popular media, media but I've seen some scary stuff happen with with the police force, um, mm. with the rise of lockdowns and COVID. Um, 
and and my point is is that you know a kid could I can see a world where a kid is is claims someone is anti-vax, not even understanding what the world means, or right. even an adult. If that if that child grows up to be an adult and doesn't even understand the full what that word actually means, and he calls someone an anti-vax, I can see a world where the police show up at that person's door that night and and imprisons them for if it's dangerous, if reason. you're causing danger danger to people, if you are threatening the health system, maybe they will catch you before you even say it. Maybe you're thinking exactly. about doing it, and they will find you. <laughs> I exactly. know it's a it's, it's a bit out there, but. But it's all doable. It takes, That's the thing. Exactly. All it takes is someone who wants to do that. And they will exactly. do it. And they will have approval from people. People will it's be the behind them. Around, it's, it's the entire thing around, even though with with this COVID thing, it's, it's been a constant point of mine. It's that even though, you know, you may be right. Maybe the vaccine won't be the be all and end all. And, you know, if you mandate people to get the vaccine, they'll be fine. Right. But it's not about that. It's not about, about the vaccine itself. It's about the underlying thought train and where that takes you. Like, you're imposing that on other people. You're taking away their freedoms. And so then what else can you take away? What else can you mandate them to do with their own bodies? What, what else? Mm -hmm. We're all about my body, my choice nowadays. Mm -hmm. And yet we're mandating people to get the vaccine. The left is doing both things at once. It's like, right. pick one, you know? It's just, it's absurd. It's, yeah. It, and it's scary. To be frank, it's right. scary. Yeah. You know, when I see people, people close to me talking about people who aren't wearing masks and then they consider uh, someone close to me, I, I won't name names, but someone close to me um, was talking about someone who wasn't wearing a mask out, uh, in their own business. They were running their business and they weren't wearing a mask and they were considering calling up the, the health department because they weren't wearing a mask. I've seen a few people not wearing masks while running their business. <laughs> yeah, but how scary is that? The fact yeah, that that person is going to go ahead and and call the health department and possibly get their business shut down. It's already been hard enough with COVID as right. it is. Yeah. You know, it's it's scary to me. I kind of went off on a COVID tangent, even though it doesn't no, but, have much but to it's, do with language. It's but. all related. It's all related. Mm. Anyway, I, we probably don't want to go for too long. I think I'll give my conclusion. Luis probably should die. Luis oh, should talk more. <laughs> he sent me, he sent me a link to a, a Long Beach Griffey video while we were having the podcast. <laughs> Look, it's probably very funny. This is a very good video. <laughs> and it's I can totally imagine. related to what we're talking about. I'm sure it's related, but we're not going to play the video on the yeah. podcast. <laughs> good though, he makes good points. So here's here's my take on this and and what to do. Right? Because we we don't the left dominates the academia dominates media dominates culture mm. i can't by myself take it back right but when i see other people doing it i support it mm. i support it <laughs> just saying okay <laughs> When I see no, other I have people my own doing problems it. with Crowder, but go on, go on. Sure, you can have your problems with Crowder. I have, I obviously have problems with with Crowder. Sure, but when I see other people taking back the culture and producing content, like the Daily Wire is producing different content now, and of course, I don't think everything they do is great, but they are doing the hard work, which is to take back mm. the culture. When I see a writer who is writing a book with a conservative undertone, like Andrew Claven, who wrote a series mm. called. Um, Another Kingdom, three books, great books. I haven't read the third one, even though I bought it. And why did I buy it? I bought it because I want to support it. You understand? Like I, it's people 
building the conservative culture. But also in a personal level, on a personal level, I don't speak lies. I, I, I mean, of course, Luis look at me like, oh, you're such an arrogant <laughs> guy. Listen, I, sure, I lie. I, I'm not perfect. But the thing is, I'm never going to use the term social justice for something positive. Because even if my definition of it is good, it's tainted. It's destroyed. Right? And some people get really annoyed. I said, social, social oh, yeah. justice is not in the gospel. Like some people think, oh, so you're just the gospel. And I posted on Instagram, a friend of mine was like, what? Have you read the Gospel of Luke? I'm like, listen, <laughs> social justice is, is a bad term. I understand. Mm -hmm. I know what the Gospel looks like. It does. Yeah, Jesus mm -hmm. does talk about poverty and riches and loving of money. Yes. And as a Christian, <laughs> yes. You don't, you're not, as a Christian, you cannot be a person who loves money and who oppresses other people and who treats people badly. Not at all. But the word social justice is a disaster. No, so I, I don't. I don't call. I would never call a a woman who's not a woman a woman. You know what I mean? I mean, like, I mean, if I hang out with people, I'm nice to people. If they yeah. have a preferred name, I'll call their preferred name. Even if they have a preferred pronoun, I might call it. But in public, in in a public setting, I'm not gonna do that because I'm just gonna be. I'm gonna be agreeing to the conform yeah. the conformity that they want us to conform to. I'm not gonna conform to that stuff. And That's I why think he has an entire clothing so, brand right. called non-conforming. <laughs> sure. I, I wasn't plug. going to go there, but thank you. Thank you. No worries, man. No worries. Uh but but the thing is, if we because sometimes it's hard, like it's hard to we don't have to be annoying and speaking up all the time, like I am on Instagram. And I was always I'm always posting things that stress, you know, annoy people. And sometimes I do it on purpose. Just because I want to make, want to make, make people think. But we don't all need to be like that. But the problem are the people who go along with the lies. They are the problem. Okay? Because they're like, oh, it's not worth it. I'll just call it that. But it, if everyone keeps doing that, eventually that becomes the, the, the language change. It's, it's yeah. the whole thing with 1984. People were afraid. Yeah, mm -hmm. it's only a little change in my, my lifestyle. It's not going to cost me much. Whatever. Well, not only are they afraid, but they've been... It started as they were afraid, so they, they didn't speak out. But then it got to the point where people no longer knew what the truth was because the right. language had been removed. Exactly. They couldn't even... They didn't know. They couldn't express right. their opinions. That's why, that's why at the start of the book, Winston tries to write a letter. And in the letter, he starts by writing, what's the date? And he assumes it's 1984 because history's been erased. He can't remember what the date is. Right. But then he tries to go on and he struggles and he hesitates because he doesn't have the language to express his true feelings. He doesn't, right. you know? So then that's inevitably that's what will, ha that's what will happen right. if, if we continue along this thing. Um, and I hope the pendulum will swing back the other way. Not too far the other way, but it will swing back the other way. I hope. <laughs> You know how it is in the in the world. It always swings back one way and then swings back with full force the other way, and then and then vice versa. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, those are my thoughts. I think that's how. That's that's what we do, you know. And just as a Christian, I have hope. I, I actually don't understand how people who who don't believe in Jesus have any hope. No, you no. look around. It's hard. It's hard to have hope, but I have hope. I have hope in an eternal. And an eternal uh, new creation, mm. you know. Also, hope on this earth in some in some way, because it's God promised He will 
look after my needs and our need, you know, the needs of the people who follow him. All things work together for good because God is sovereign. And because mm. he's sovereign, he can do those things. But ultimately, yeah, you do what you can, do the best you can, live a life that honors God, and don't be afraid. Do not fear the ones who can kill your body, but but fear the one who can kill both body and soul in hell. That's that's the that's the verse. Anyway, you know what else? That's it for me. You know what else I've I've seen? And sorry, we we are going longer, but we'll we'll, we'll cut down and and whatnot for the rest of the content. But don't worry. Um, <laughs> so the term pro life. You know what I've seen happen? I've seen those who are pro choice or those who are on the left try and change the term from pro-life to spreading the narrative that pro-lifers are actually pro-birth and they're just pro-birth and they right. don't care about what happens to the baby afterwards. Which is a lie. right? right. So. Which is a lie. But it's a change in language. And it's something that doesn't encapsulate, you know, pro-life, you know, insinuates, insinuates, you know, life, beauty, um, growth, you know, mm. it's, it has positive connotations. But they've tried to change that into pro-birth. Right. which seems much more like an action. And don't get me wrong, birth is a, is a beautiful thing. It's a gift from God, right. right? But in this culture, as we know, that they know what they're doing. They're, they're smart, right? Mm. Oh, the, yeah, yeah. To say that the left isn't smart... Like, okay, hang on. Those who are promoting no, are, the culture... Are. Well, it depends who, because some people just gobble up the whatever sure. information they're fed, and that's not smart. But, but, but that's with a lot of people, not just in the left. Yeah, that that's right. that's a lot of people. That's true, but the thought, the what are they called? The thought, the thinkers, the the people who promote this content. Yeah, the um, thought leaders. Thought leaders. That's the term. Thanks for saying that. Intellectuals. The yeah. The intellectuals. The th intellectuals. The thought leaders. Like of the left. Like they're very smart. Like they know what they're doing. Mm. You know. So <laughs> I don't know. That's like... just another example of. <laughs> I'll go on, Louise. You look. No, no, no. I'm just listening. It's cool. I oh, just, keep yeah. Going, keep going. But yeah, the, the thought leaders of the left are very smart. They know what they're doing. Like, you're changing the term pro-life to pro-birth. That's a smart move. Hmm. Like, you know, as much as I hate it, it's smart, you know? So, I don't know. The Limiting is, language right, is They don't need to be very smart. They just need to, to, to convince people. Yes. So, not necessarily about how smart you are. Is about how good you are at convincing people yep. of your point. And that's something that the right has terribly failed over the years. Because they they thought that they were like, you know, we hold this truth to be self-evident. Mm. The truth is not self-evident to most people. <laughs> you know? Like what is what is self-evident? Like common sense is not common. Right. So mm. we have to understand that that we live in a society that that yearns to be to be told what to do you know mm. like everybody kind of believes in this idea of freedom but Wait, in reality <laughs> people, people need to 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 hear from someone what they should say what they should do and then they will live happily right because they feel like they're fulfilling their purpose and not being mean to someone or or right. in in calling you a zim zim <laughs> beba boop whatever you know <laughs> So at the end of the day, it's more about, look, I'm just going to add this phrase from Bertrand de Juvenel. He's like this great writer. He did this book called On Power. Amazing, man. And he said, like, a society of sheep must 
in its due time be governed by wolves, you know? Which means, like, if all you have in your society is sheep, at some point, you know, wolves are gonna are gonna appear. Like, if you don't if you don't have strong voices or people that actually know what they're doing, if everybody's just following but nobody's leading, at some point someone is gonna show up to lead, and it might mm. not be the type of leadership you're looking for. And That's it might true. actually be your demise. It usually is your demise, you know? But, mm. you know, not that we should care too much about it. That's true. Yeah. And that's, again, going back to, to language, That's it's important because you see the most totalitarian leaders. What did they use to, to, to rise to power? What, what, what did they use? They use language. They use words. They, they manipulate the people yeah. through language. And I think, the people. I think it's... Yeah. Exactly. True words. And so yeah. I think it's it's why, you know, like like Hitler, Stalin, that's and, and Lenin, their rise to power was through words. Like Lenin wasn't Lenin outcast from and he just wrote he just wrote letters. He wrote he wrote articles and letters. Um and that's how he gained the favor of the people. It was through words. Mm. Um Hitler it, too. it was either Lenin Lenin or Stalin. It was one of the two. I don't remember which one. Um, Hitler he, did that when he started. Oh, okay. Interesting. Yeah. He was so, uh he joined the Workers' Party mm. and started writing for the magazine and started getting mm. pop popular, popular like in uh, not undergrounds in the you know. And he was he yeah. wrote a lot of magazines and stuff so much so that he was forbidden from writing, was put in mm. jail for some time, and he was not allowed to write. He got almost killed. <laughs> oh wow! In a revolution, like a lot of people died. He somehow survived. That was before he even he was even a politician, like he even became anything in the government. And mm -hmm. he used like he used words so well that he was forbidden from writing. They the government for some time forbade him, but he, he didn't stop. Of course, he wrote Mein Kampf, which mm. was a big a big manipulation tool. Yeah, yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, so. Language, it all goes back to language. Language mm. is how we communicate. It's how we express our ideas, whether they be good or bad. It, it all comes back to language. And as soon as you change the language, you limit the ideas that people can express. You make it harder for certain ideas to be expressed. Um, so Don't yeah, fall for it. Encourage, encourage your kids to read. Encourage your kids to read a variety of things. I think, Carlos, didn't you say on your Instagram page not long ago that you encourage your kids to read... Um, Karl Marx's... No, not yet, but when they're yet, old. but one day. I, I got this from Vody Balcom. I got this from Vody Balcom. <laughs> when my kids are old, I'm going to pay them to read Darwin's... Um, whatever it's called. I'll pay them to read Mein Kampf. I'll pay them to read yeah. Communist Manifesto. I'll pay them to read these bad, bad books, and we're going to discuss them. Before will someone else does. <laughs> I, I will. That's I will. True. I will do it. No, I want to teach them this because this is this is evil. It's, it's they need to see Will evil. You... Like that's the thing. Spotting spotting the manipulation. I like I go, I look in the news, man, and it's like mm. by the headlines, I already know fake story. They are highlighting the wrong thing. For, <laughs> that was just a, just a silly example. But in the news in Australia, there was a post about Trump. Oh, Trump making racist gesture at a game. Because <laughs> he went to a game and he did like a, a chop thing. Oh. From I don't even know which, which team it is or whatever. 
But it's funny because he was there to promote a candidate who is black. <laughs> if you were a Democrat, oh, no. if you were a Democrat in that game, the headlines would be different. That's true. <laughs> it's, it's all I'm saying. All right. It's, it's all I'm saying. <laughs> it's very easy to label yeah. people things and to manipulate information, only show certain things. People fall for it. Mm. It's cheap. It works. People fall for it. Why not do it? But of course, the people who are more honest, they don't do it. <laughs> and then they end mm -hmm. up losing. So, well, yeah, there's no such thing as a good journalist because all the good journalists don't succeed. So, you it's know, hard. Yeah, it's tough. People end well, up consuming. What is it? He clearly succeeded. Otherwise, we wouldn't be having this conversation. Karl Marx. Oh, Karl Marx succeeded. Yeah. He was a journalist. So was Engels. Yeah. All the, all the was people. He a good journalist. No, he he was not. He was he was awful. Yeah. He didn't even was write his own books. True and, yeah, that's that's my lazy. point. It's like <laughs> not a not a true honest journalist. So they don't succeed, which is which is a shame. Um, we can debate why, but we're not going to get into that. But I'm curious: will you will you pay your kids to read uh, Joel Osteen's books? <laughs> no, just get them I to mean, watch. He read it for free because colleagues love Joel Osteen and. No, no, no. And, and... I'll get them. I'll, I'll get them <laughs> to write. Brian Houston and all that. For most just of his gonna... life, Carlos has been on the wrong side of the spectrum, which is why he's received so much <laughs> authority over it. Which Thanks. is amazing, by the way. It's very good to, to have someone with that type of experience in our midst. I actually appreciate his input. Thank most you. of the times he does know exactly what to say. And then Thanks. as a left, it sometimes comes back out of him. So he tries to push back very strongly, or he screams, or he gets angry. But you know, I guess it's just part of, of, of the, the nature he's trying to, to thank you thank you i appreciate it now just get them to watch the youtube videos of the people who who uh who debunked the, the other preachers videos i actually find them really entertaining i, I love them sometimes they're a bit judgmental but I, I just find it's just so funny because some of the things people say on stage preaching quote unquote preaching are like abysmal stuff it's just like what mm. this person just do this is insane anyway closing Luis, Luis, close us off. Give us a closing word about languages. You're the oh, wise one. Uh, okay, I'll give you a closing word about, you know, I don't even know what a closing word would be at this point. Look, you're the wise so one, much. studying okay, in, gonna... in one of the greatest European yeah, institutions. Just... Right, let me, let, me, let me go to Murray Rothbard here. Oh, uh, you're going to have to tell us who this is, because I have no idea who this man is. Neither. You don't have no idea who Murray Rothbard is? Rothbard is. No, our audience obviously no. knows because they're really smart, but we've, no one and I have no idea. <laughs> okay, you guys have to look Murray Rothbard then because I feel like it's going to really benefit you guys. Amazing, right? He's in theory a libertarian, but you know, he's a very, very smart guy. Okay. okay. It is no crime to be ignorant of economics, which is after all a specialized discipline. But it is totally responsible to have a loud and vociferous opinion on economic subjects while remaining in the state of ignorance. Oh. And that goes not only for economics, but for, for language right. and for politics and for everything, right? Everybody likes to be very loud about their opinions and being heard, but they're still stupid. So oh, thanks. Like, thanks for, for mentioning me and your, your closing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it's good. That's a good, good point. It's a good closing. All right, Noah, tell, right, tell people what they should do. Go five-star reviews right, and all the things. 
Five star reviews on Spotify, on Apple Podcasts as well. Uh, in the description, once the video gets posted, we will put in a link tree and you can find all our platforms. Have a find link us tree. on TikTok, on Instagram. Oh, no, TikTok, oh no. <laughs> yeah. Talos has been. Talos has been getting famous on, on TikTok. Oh no. Lately. And on Instagram. So follow us on Instagram. <laughs> Follow us on TikTok and follow us on YouTube and like the video. Leave us a comment. Five-star reviews on podcasts and such. Thank yes. you. Until next time. See you guys. Next time, guys. When Louise will have a better microphone. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.